Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. And I'm Ashley. We are joined by Grant. Hi, Grant. Hi, guys. You can find Grant online. He's on Twitter at Hot Dog Cinema. And he's joining us today as we kick off this year's 13 Days of Halloween. So for the uninitiated, uh, that is where we're starting October 19th. And every day leading up to Halloween, we talk about a movie a day that falls into the horror or thriller or mystery genre. And starting us off this year is a film from Hammer uh, Horror, uh, and it's called The Gorgon. Yeah, so The the Gorgon, um, not unlike other Hammer Horror films, um, is set in a European village around 1900. And there is a spooky castle nearby um, where dwells some kind of monster. And in this particular story, it's a, it's a Greek monster known as a Gorgon. Um, you may be familiar with Medusa. This, this creature is not unlike Medusa. Um, the film stars Peter Cushing as a doctor who is very uh, kind of aware of what's going on. He's, he's seen several patients that have been turned to stone. Um, but he's being very, um, silent about, about what's going on. So it kind of sets up a central mystery of, of the film. And it also stars Christopher Lee as, um, kind of a historian who ends up getting into the village to try to f- also figure out what's going on. So I don't know, Grant, what do you think of this movie? Well, so I think this is this is quite a controversial um, film amongst the devotees of Hammer Horror because it's quite different to quite a lot of Hammer's output. Um, Christopher Lee is, in this film, uh, a hero character and almost completely a hero character. He has no negative sort of aspects. Peter Cushing, on the other hand, is a little bit more uh, nuanced. His character is not completely heroic, um, nor completely evil. Um, I think the film is incredibly beautiful to look at. And there's so many tropes here that are reminiscent of a, of, of a classic Hammer story. The film opens with a matte painting, a castle, as you said. There's a, there's a sort of very Hammer-esque theme playing over, over it. The film is chock full of cobwebbed castles and blowing leaves and um, sort of a very heavy Gothic atmosphere. But the film, at the same time, is, is quite different from Hammer's uh, other movies because the pace is quite slow. There's quite a large section of the film where not much happens at all. Um, Christopher Lee, whilst being billed as one of the you know main main um, stars of this film really doesn't have anything to to do until about two thirds into the movie. And you hardly see him up until that point. Um, But I I think I do, I do like this film because I think that it's a, it survives repeated viewings more than Hammer's other movies. And it's a bit more in depth in terms of the themes. It's, It's quite a tragic movie. There's sort of, um, a theme of doomed lovers, um, there's a theme of a kind of inevitable fate that's attached to quite a lot of our characters going th- uh, throughout the film. And I don't think it's easy to predict what happens when you, at least when you first watch it. There's quite a few sort of, oh, oh I wasn't expecting that to happen. So in terms of characters dying, who you thought might actually be quite important in the story. Uh, and there's a couple of really, really good uh, 
uh, scenes in this film. I think I can think of two, which I'll just quickly mention. Uh, one is where a, vi- a victim of the Gorgon, uh, their hands um, are starting to turn to stone. And, and as that's happening, they're writing a letter. And, and the way that's framed on the screen is that this sort of piece of paper is, and, and, and these stone hands trying really hard to scrawl a letter whilst the sort of muscles in their in their in their, in their hands are turning to to stone is is very good uh, and there's also a brilliant sort of uh, scene where um, someone spies the gorgon in a pond the reflection of the, the gorgon's reflection is in water and i think that that's that that's done really really well um so yes i, I like this film i feel it's quite different to hammer's other movies and uh, I think it's quite deep, really, in some of its themes. But I can also understand why people might think that it's a bit too slow. Um, but I'll hand it over, back over to you guys to see what you guys thought. So I like this movie. It's funny, Grant, you talk about how this one is is a bit slow, maybe, oh. compared to other Hammer movies. My, I think all Hammer movies are a bit slow. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the things I'm, I now expect from them and I'm okay with. Um, and I don't know, I, I think maybe we, because t- we met you over the summer uh, when we were in London, and I don't know if this is something we talked about then, but I think Hammer movies are really good to be have on in the background, like this time of year. Um, they're good background mood setting uh, bits of content, uh, and then that's kind of how I view them. I think Ashley goes in with a little higher expectations <laughs> for them, but um, this is slow, but it's fine. It's cozy. I, I always find Hammer movies cozy uh and it's fine i I like it uh i do like the color palette here um although i do think it's a bit more muted than other hammer films i think a lot of hammer films one of their you know their 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 trademarks is like that they pop uh off the screen uh with their their cinematography their color this one to me for the most part felt a little bit more muted a lot more grays or darker colors which I think works for it. I do agree, Grant. This does have a sense of kind of a bit of doom hanging over it. And there's some, you know, it is a bit, tra- a bit of a tragedy. I totally agree with you about the, the, the characters that Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee play here. I really wish Christopher Lee was in this more. Um, I felt he was a bit underutilized. This actually has a, a good murderer's row of your sort of mid to late 20th century uh, kind of good character actors. I mean, we talked about Lee and Cushing. It's got Richard Pascoe in a pretty, you know, big role. Uh, the, the great Barbara Shelley and, you know, the second Doctor Who himself, Patrick Troughton, although very, a very pedestrian role, I think, for him. Um, my, my big Achilles heel with this was Richard Pascoe's character. So, um, you know, there is, there are, are victims of the Gorgon in this. And they, you know, and, and one of them is turned to stone. The other one hangs himself. And then his dad comes to town. His dad is a professor and tries to get to the bottom of what's happening. And then his other son comes to town. And his other son is played by Richard Pascoe. And he just becomes totally besotted with Barbara Shelley's character. And as the movie goes on, that besottedness became for me like annoyance. And I did not like his character. 
And I just wanted somebody to slap him. And I don't know, did somebody slap him in this movie? I can't remember. <laughs> but I, 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 I was like, okay, like enough, enough with this. You either, you either get smart like real quick or just, I hope, I hope you just get offed. So yeah, <laughs> that, that, that to me, he's a big Achilles heel for this movie. Um, well, I quite liked this movie and I, I liked the kind of the tie into Greek mythology. It gives it a little, you know, a little bit of a unique flavor. Although I have to, I have to wonder if this was originally going to be a werewolf movie because much is made of the full moon. And I didn't know that Gorgons were particularly active during full moons. It sound, it felt like a werewolf movie that was just made into a Gorgon movie for, for variety. Um, but you know, it's always good to have Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. I, I think it is interesting how they, they're kind of playing against type. And so I have just recently rewatched uh, Dracula uh, starring Christopher Lee. And again, it was in the background as kind of a, while I was doing other things. And, but I was surprised in rewatching that, how little he is in that. I think he's in this movie much more, I think. And he certainly has more lines in this movie than he does in Dracula, even though he plays the, the titular Dracula in Dracula. Um, so I didn't feel like he was slighted here. I feel like I was getting a lot of Christopher Lee in this movie. Um, but you're right. His, his, his disguise is a little, um, it, it's not a disguise, but it looks like a disguise in this movie. Um, I don't know. I, I think I, these movies do, I don't think they were going for a cozy vibe. I think they were going for a scary vibe, mm. but in, I, I don't know, to me in today's world, the deliberate pacing, the color palette, it, the, the, the set design, it looks like something out of a, you know, of a fantasy world. And it's just kind of an escape for me. And it, it does have this very comforting feeling. Um, so I particularly, I particularly love them, these hammer films. And, uh, this was not a disappointment. I think perhaps, um, they didn't have the, uh, capability to really present the Gorgon in a completely convincing way. Um, she is, um, you know, they do what they can and she's kind of mysterious and threatening, but, um, when you actually see her, it's maybe a little disappointing. I would agree with that. I, 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 you know, and, and she's not bad. Right. But if her, I would say for a 1964 Hammer film, she's exactly what I would <laughs> expect. That said, you know, whenever I think of Medusa, which again, this Gorgon is not called Medusa, but they do name check Medusa. And this Gorgon has, you know, the whole snakes coming from her head and people who look at her get turned to stone. So anyway, so when I think of Medusa, I think of the Medusa from my childhood, which is the 1981 Clash of the Titans with the Harry Ray Harryhausen stop motion. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that look real? No. But does that look freaky uh, and and a little bit terrifying, particularly if you're young? Yes, mm-hmm. it does. And this is not this is not compared to that. And you know, yeah. But if you had if you had had that in this movie, imagine. Oh how, shoot! How yeah. great it would be <laughs> for real. All right, I'll throw it back to you, Grant. I wanted to reflect on something that Ashley said about about this film, and I think it applies to Hammer films more generally as he indicated which is that if you think about it a lot of horror films in the last sort of 30 40 years have tried to sort of become more realistic and the horror is in the everyday you know Mm -hmm. whereas hammer is 
so refreshing in a way and old fashioned. It's like the universal horror films. You know, horror exists in a fantasy land. You know, it's either Dracula's castle or some unnamed Germanic village from sort of 1900 with gorgons or <laughs> werewolves or whatever lurking in the forest. And uh, I really like these films for sort of being unashamedly of that vibe, you know, and, and um, I think a lot for a lot of modern audiences, they find that hard to watch because there's not that many horror films that have been made recently. And by recently, I mean in the last 20 years or 30 years, which have that sort of vibe, you know, this is this has kind of been lost this kind of gothic um, fantasy horror approach and I do see Hammer very much as a sort of successor to the 1930s universal horror type pictures you know they, they've had the splash of Technicolor and they've got a few British character actors but it's the same type of um, you know principle um, but I, I wanted to ask you as well what did you both think about the score for this film and this because I, I think it's really quite good and the um, the siren sounds of the mm. of, of the gorgon, I think, are quite effective in this movie, uh, and I think is another really good attribute of the film. Yeah, I, I did like the score, and I wasn't expecting that siren call that the gorgon seems to make that that lures these people into her her lair, so to speak. Um, yeah, I thought that was very really beautiful and, and very evocative. I, I thought it worked really well. I have to admit, I don't know if I noticed the score all that much. If I did, I think I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about the score. I, I will say that I, I, we actually decided... So our options for viewing this were... Uh, the streaming option here, at least in the U.S., was Tubi mm-hmm. with commercials. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not about that. So we decided to order... It was only like $10.00. A Blu-ray. It was a double feature hammer Blu-ray. One was a like the two faces of Dr. Jekyll mm-hmm. and then this, the Gorgon. I'm really happy we got the Blu-ray because this actually looked really good on uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um I wanted to go back to something you said earlier, Grant, about the scene where there's someone who's turning the stone and they're writing the, the letter. I also thought that was a, a a good scene and the way it was framed, as you said, Grant, was, was good, you know, and, and it really made me feel for this person. There's something terrifying about somebody who is like dying of something really horrific like this and they know that they're dying, but they have yeah. still the presence of mind to to continue on just for a little bit, you know, and, and there's also something, I, I will say this, you want to talk about things that we don't see in a lot of horror movies, especially these days is there's a bit of intelligence there that I appreciate where a character knows what's happening They're, They like, and even though this, this turning to stone thing is happening, they are able to be like, uh, okay, I'm going to write a letter to this other person <laughs> to tell them what is going on. So they are prepared. Right. I was like, you know what? That, you don't see that in a lot of horror movies. And or, no, you know, no, and that, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this would be a sensible thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So no, I um, I quite I quite liked it. So uh, any final thoughts, Grant? 
Uh, the only, my, my only quick final thought is that I think this film is quite similar to another Hammer film called The Reptile, um, but it's better than that. And just to let everybody know that I believe that this was... Uh, so Terence Fisher was the director. He made a lot of films for Hammer. I think he looked back and regarded The Gorgon as one of his better efforts. I think is interesting. Nice. Okay. Nice. So what would you give this out of 10? I'd give The Gorgon a 7 out of 10. All right. I'd give it a six and a half. I was going to say 7.3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's our scores for the Gorgon. Yes. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Grant, for joining us. Yes. Thank no you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you.